So when they banged on my door the second time, I turned. Something happened to me. I don't know where that thing came from. I screamed at them, who is that? And I was fearless. Then the next thing I heard, oh, sorry, 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 wrong room. And they turned. Because opposite my room, my door is another room. So they were in, like, in the corridor. So they turned to the opposite door, knocked, broke into that door. And they were shooting and shooting and they almost killed him. God saved me, escaped. That would have been me. Welcome to the Word of Truth radio program. That clip you just heard is from last week's broadcast. You can catch up on the podcast at www.pastorobi.com slash podcast or search for Pastor Obi's podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and on your favorite podcast platform. In today's message, Pastor Obi of Activate Church United Kingdom teaches us on how not to give up on anyone. Hi, hello. I'm so glad to have you this Sunday evening. How are you doing? I'm Pastor Obi. Welcome to Activate Online Service. I'm sure your last week was beautiful and awesome as we trust God for a greater, better week starting today. Um, Today, I'm going to talk to you from my heart and I want to talk to you on a subject I call Don't Give Up on Anyone. Now, if you listened to my message last Sunday and Tuesday, you could say that I spoke about not giving up on yourself not giving up on yourself because if you can persevere, if you can still be consistent and resilient, God will work it out for your good. Your persistence, your resilience is faith, is faith that is seen. It is faith in motion. It is faith in action. So no matter the obstacle you face, don't stop. Whatever the obstacle that is before you, or the challenge before you, maybe people have rejected you, they've said no to you in the past, don't give up. Keep pressing on. Keep pushing. Keep persisting. You know, the Bible, Jesus talked about a guy in the Bible whose, um, whose friend didn't even wake up to give him bread. But because that guy was persistent, he refused to budge. He stood believing that his friend, his neighbor, was going to listen to him and answer the door and give him bread for his guest. His persistent faith, his importunity, as King James put it, was what delivered the results to him. Not his persistent asking, but his persistence by not giving up. That is what gave him that result. So you could say last week I talked about not giving up on yourself. Today, I want to talk to you about not giving up on anyone. I wanted to just imagine, just imagine, think about this. If Jephthah gave up on his clansmen when the Ammonites came attacking. Now, if you read the story of Jephthah in Judges chapter 11, the Bible said, that when it was time, okay, it wasn't time yet, but, you know, his father was getting old and they knew 
So that when the man died, they would have to give him a portion of the man's inheritance. So what did they do? They ganged up against him and sent him out of the clan. They said, we don't want you. Why? Because his mother was a harlot. So they kicked him out. Now, what a normal person would do was to get annoyed, get pissed off and all that and say to hell with these people. If Jephthah did that, I don't know. But what I am sure was that he was not happy. He was rejected. Not only was he rejected, he was kicked out of his inheritance. He was kicked out from the only home he knows, from the only family he knows. He was kicked out into oblivion, into nothing. He wasn't given anything. Just the same way Haggai and Ishmael was kicked out. He would have gone through a lot of emotional trauma because he's human. He would have gone through a lot of emotional trauma. But he didn't give up on himself. He lived his life. He succeeded in that life. He became a great warrior. A couple of years down the line, <laughs> his clansmen needed him. Why? They were under attack by the enemy. Because they've heard that Jephthah is now a great man of valor, a mighty man. They humbled themselves and went to him and asked him for help. Now imagine if Jephthah gave up on his people. Imagine. The only thing he did, because he was smart, he cut a deal with them. He said, fine, if I can't fight for you, I will become your king. From losing his father's inheritance, only God knows how, how many land or the, the, the hectares of land he lost. He might even be acres. It might even be a plot. The Bible didn't tell us how rich his father was. But imagine whatever he lost. I'm sure it is nothing when you compare it with being the ruler, the king over the nation. Imagine if he has given up on his people. But he didn't. From being an outcast, from being a reject, he became king. Don't give up on anyone. Is he the prodigal son? Imagine if his father gave up on him. The Bible records that his father would constantly come out and look out for his son. The, son, the father was constantly looking out for his son. He did not give up on his son. Though his son hurt him, when his son said to him, give me everything that belongs to me. Not only did he collect everything that belonged, that belonged to him while he was still alive. Imagine taking your inheritance while, you're still, while your father is alive. This is something that hurts the father. Why? The father will think you don't, that he doesn't mean anything to you. That the only thing you are after, the only thing you want from him is just his inheritance. Imagine the father was hurt and gave up on that his son. He would have lost him forever. Now, Jesus told another story in the Bible I love. The story of the two sons. He told the first son, go and walk in the farm. And the first one said, I won't go. 
I won't go. I'm busy. I've got a lot of things I'm doing. I'm playing my game. I'm, I, I need to play this game on, on my PS4. Or I need to go hang out with my friends. Oh, no, no, dad. I'm, I won't do it. Then he went to the second son. And the second son said, dad, don't worry. I've got you covered. I've got your back. I'm going to go. Anything you want, just tell me. I'm going to see to it that it's done in the farm. And you know what happened? The one, the first one that refused to go was the one that finally went. The second one that said, I will go, Dad, don't worry. Don't, don't go, go and sleep, go and sleep, it's handled, was the one that disappointed his dad. And Jesus in that story, and I think I should read it. Matthew 21. Hallelujah. I think I should read it. Jesus in that story said something. He said, this story I just told is just what Matthew 21 from verse 28. He said in verse, um, verse 31, after he told the story, he said in verse 31, which of the two did the will of the father? And they said to him, the first. And Jesus said to them, assuredly, I say unto you that the tax collectors and harlots Enter the kingdom of God before you. Who was he talking to? He was talking to the Jews. He was talking to the religious leaders. He was talking to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the rabbis, the scribes. And Jesus said to them that the publicans, the tax collectors, and the harlots will get into God's kingdom before them. Imagine that. These are the people that in that society we are considered sinners. And Jesus was saying to them that these people you call sinners, you've tagged them as sinners, that they will enter the kingdom before you that is seemingly righteous, that is religious. And that thought made me to think, because I found out that a lot of us religious folk, and I'm saying I'm amongst them, but God is saving me. God is helping me. I'm changing my paradigm. I used to be so bad. I'm not saying I've gotten over it yet, but I'm, in, I'm work in progress. We go about pointing fingers. You, that person will go to hell. God will punish this person. God will deal with this person. Oh, that person is not living a right Christian life. Oh, God, I have to do it a whole lot. But thank God, he's saving me from that. As if we are God. As if we are the ones that is judging the people. God has told us in his word. Jesus said, don't judge. Don't judge. I mean, who gave us God's, God's, um, it's not blueprints, but who gave us God's, um, <laughs> Will I say conditions, precedent to getting it to heaven? Who gave it to us? Who gave it to us? The ones you think will make heaven might be the ones that won't. I said this a whole lot, and to anyone that cares to listen, that when we get to heaven, oh, we're going to be shocked because we're going to see a lot of people in heaven that we have dismissed as going to hell here on earth. 
Think about it. What if God gave up on all those people? That's what Jesus is trying to say. See, the gospel has been given to everyone. But the ones that the religious people have called sinners might get to heaven first. That's what he said. He said, Assuredly, I say unto you that the tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. Before you. Before you. No wonder the prostitute Rahab, when salvation came for her, she took it and she was saved. Think about it. It is time that we stop giving up on people because you don't know what God has planned for them. You don't know what God has set in the future for them. You don't know who they will be in the future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. Now imagine if Jesus gave up on Peter after he betrayed him. Not once, but twice. What if Jesus gave up on Peter? What would have become of Peter today? What if Ananias gave up on Paul? Think about that one. Everybody ran when Paul came. I said he was a believer because he was a persecutor of brethren. Everybody ran like, oh, this guy has been killing my brothers, my bre- the brethren. When Elias stood, welcomed him, passed him through DNA, passed him through Alpha course, passed him through foundation school, at least gave him a foundation where he, upon which he stood and became the greatest apostle. What if Ananias gave up on Paul like the other brethren did? Think about it. And finally, what if God gave up on us? Where would we have been today? What if God gave up on us? What if God did not send his son to die on the cross for us? Where, where would we have been today? What would have been our fate? Even while we are God's enemies, even while we are yet in sin, God sent his son, Jesus, to die for us. God did not give up on us. Pastor Obi will continue this message next week at the same time on the same channel. He will love to hear from you. Please send him a message on Facebook or Instagram at Pastor C. Obi, that is Pastor Letter C. Obi. Follow him on these platforms. To donate go to www pastorobi.com forward slash donate. Till next week, go succeed. Go prosper, for God is with you. Expect miracles. Oh.